Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd, going into our 54th year in just two weeks. Each week, we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Today's program, of course, is live, so you can call in. You can join our discussion. hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. Now, of course, uh, <laughs> we, we, we see a lot of stuff going on. Uh, that we need to react to. But I want to build a little bit uh, again on this theme that I've been talking about the last couple of weeks about the threat that I believe we are under in terms of the integrity and the, and the sustaining of our American democracy. I'm going to pull from an article written by Matt uh, Zabatowski uh, that is, it was entitled 375, now it's up over 500, uh, former prosecutors uh, say that Trump would have been charged with obstruction were he not the president of the United States. This appeared in the Seattle Times uh, May 6th of, uh, of this month. And, of course, these federal prosecutors who had worked uh, in both Republican and Democratic administrations, they signed on to a statement asserting that special counsel Robert Mueller's findings would have produced obstruction charges against President Donald Trump if not for the office uh, he held, <clears throat> offering a rebuttal to Attorney General William Barr's assertion that the uh, his determination that the evidence Mueller co- un- uncovered was not sufficient uh, to establish Trump committed a crime. That statement is just patently not true. Uh, despite Barr's claim that the Mueller uh, decision did not bring charges against Trump uh, uh, that was not based on the Justice Department's uh, longstanding department against indicting a sitting president, these 400 uh, or 500 plus former prosecutors and Robert Mueller himself state that it was only because of that policy that Trump was not indicted. The assertion that an indicted president would be too distracted from his job does not seem to balance, in my view, against a sitting president engaged in a large-scale uh, uh, large scale criminal conduct. In many uh, undemocratic countries worldwide, <clears throat> excuse me, we see uh, uh, leaders like Vladimir Putin using, who Trump loves, uh, using his control over the political and military uh, structures in their countries to compel businesses to give shares of ownership uh, to them, just as Vladimir Putin has done uh, in Russia, or simply to take ownership of industries for themselves and assets uh, that belong to the country to just take those assets for themselves. That's why we keep seeing these reports of these uh, leaders who who, uh, get deposed from power. Uh, I I take, for example, um, uh, 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 what was his name, Uh, Papadopoulos, uh, Papadopoulos was his name in uh, in Haiti. Uh, in, in in Haiti, now I'm thinking about the guy in Haiti, um, uh, Big Baby, you know, and so on, right? 
uh, 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 that grouping of people, those, those kinds of, of, of leaders who walk away with two, three, four, five, twelve, thirteen billion dollars that they've taken, they've stolen from their very impoverished countries and so on, that they took raiding the foreign aid that was given to those uh, countries and these sweetheart contracts allowing uh, other countries to be able to exploit these uh, uh, third world countries' resources, uh, but the, do- the the benefits go to a small class uh, that ruled those those countries. That's how Vladimir Putin became one of the richest, if not the richest, men in the world. The last report I read indicated that Vladimir Putin had something like two hundred and uh, uh, and ten billion dollars. Uh, in his name, two hundred and ten billion dollars. This guy was a, uh, uh, a a KGB agent. Now I don't know what they paid KGB agents in the old Soviet Union, but I'm pretty sure they weren't paying him a billion dollars a year. He had to be making a civil service salary like we make in this country, like a CIA uh, 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 agent. If they were making a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, that's probably inflated in terms of what I'm what I'm suggesting. How does Vladimir Putin wound up becoming the owner of two hundred plus billion dollars of Russian businesses? It's because he used his power uh, politically and militarily in an undemocratic country to simply seize assets and put those assets and ownerships of business in his name. These former prosecutors state outright that the conduct of President Trump described in special counsel Robert Mueller's report would, in the case of any other person not covered by the Office of Legal Counsel policy, result in multiple felony charges for obstruction of justice. They went so far as to say that the standards that should be met before an indictment of anyone were so clear in the facts that the Mueller report showed that to assert that the report does not demonstrate clear, indictable crimes runs counter to logic and our experiences. In, uh, in, well, let me just move on uh, a little bit further. Uh, all of this conduct, trying to control and impede the investigation against President Trump, uh, about, against this, this president by leveraging his authority over others, is similar to conduct we have seen charged against other public officials and people in powerful positions. They wrote that prosecuting such cases was critical because unchecked obstruction, which allows intentional interference with criminal investigations to go unpunished, puts our whole system of justice at risk. Let me just come real quickly to another point. The economy, it's the economy, stupid. That's going to be the, uh, the, the, the campaign mantra uh, of the Republican Party over the course of the next year and a half. A recent Gallup poll found that Trump's approval rating has risen to its highest uh, level, 46 percent, as the belief that the Mueller report exonerated Trump has settled in. Many in the media assert that the Mueller report found no collusion with Russia to manipulate the 2016 American elections. In fact, the report found uh, mounds of evidence that Trump colluded with Russia. The evidence, however, did not meet the very high standards of proof beyond reasonable doubt uh, in the opinion of uh, Robert Mueller. You should read the report and judge for yourself. Now there is a great effort underway to seduce Americans into reasoning that they should judge the Trump uh, presidency by the Trump economy. And we should therefore judge him favorably because it appears that the economy is doing great. 
Trump, of course, inherited an economy that had produced 78 straight months of private sector job growth uh, following the worst recession the country had faced since 1929. The Obama economy grew by $5 trillion, even in spite of uh, the first year and a half, two years in uh, recession, grew by $5 trillion before he left office. The Trump economy has grown by $1 trillion since he has been in office. Uh, this is according to a report in the Balance.com um, magazine. Trump has basically used the same tactics that he used in business to borrow from the future to pay for today. Of course, in business, Trump had the ability to file bankruptcy or to manipulate the assessed values of his properties to avoid taxes. Borrowing from the future to pay for benefits today is called deficit spending. Trump has been propping up the economy through massive deficit spending during a time when higher revenues should be used to reduce or eliminate the deficit and maybe even reduce down uh, the debt, as was done during the Bill Clinton administration. Just to put a fine point on this, uh, when Trump signed this tax, tax giveaway bill in December of 2017, which I don't think any other, uh, any sane president would ever have even entertained, let alone signed, he gave a 40% tax cut to businesses, corporate taxes, and he gave roughly a 10% tax effectively across the board in personal income taxes. The net result of this is a, uh, a, a, a when, you, when you take into account $600 billion in increased uh, growth in GDP, uh, of which you would figure about 25% at max of that would come back to the federal government as taxes. So when you work the, the math out, just do the math, we actually ended up with a 300 to 350 billion dollar increase in our deficits. That's what we got as, a, and what did we get as a result of this tax cut? The very thing that we have said uh, overall is that the Trump administration or, or these businesses would take the tax cuts and use them to buy back uh, their shareholder, their shares of their businesses so that they would have more revenue to spread out to those uh, shareholders that were left, uh, making those businesses more attractive to those those shareholders. But that money did not get spread into growing the uh, the businesses, and therefore we did not see more people getting uh, um, more income. So if you look at wages, wages have not gone up anywhere near uh, what has been done here. There's so much more I can talk about, but let me get Tony first, see what he's thinking about, then we'll get to the rest of our callers. Tony, how are you doing out there? Tony, did I lose you? Some real good points there, Al, and Al Nathan. You're Thank doing you. a great job. Appreciate it. But let's correct some figures you just stated. But as of this minute, 860 former prosecutors. Oh, it's going to 860 now. That particular uh, piece of uh, letter that they sent. Mm -hmm. One other thing your audience should know is that uh, Mueller did not say that the Trump campaign did not collude with Russia. Right. He didn't say that. Right. What he, what the legal definition is, you would have had to have had a contract between Trump's people and Russia, government, mm -hmm. government, not right. individuals, right. To, to form a conspiracy. In the report, there are over 150 contacts that had been made by the individuals involved in Trump's campaign. Mm -hmm. And no one can tell me that Mr. Trump wasn't aware of the things going on right in Trump Towers. 
and you know what I'm talking yep. about, Don Jr., all right. this stuff. Yep. I found it interesting this week to, 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 in my mind, get something straight. It says this, a man, a very famous man said this, King is not the law. Law is He's the, the king. king. That's right. And it's the man who said it was none other than one of our famous Americans, Thomas Paine. Yep. Thomas Paine said all that. Now, if you're in trouble on so many fronts that you cannot get yourself out of trouble because you lied so often over 10,000 lies, what do you do? Well, first you hire a guy named Bolton. Mm-hmm. Bolton as your your national security person. And what is the one thing an unpopular president can do? Start a war. Start a war. There you go. Start a war. That's the way he, this guy in the White House, will, well, you know, we call, what do we call him? You know, what do we call him, Al Nathan? Hollow man. Yeah, well, he is. Deflect. Anytime you're in trouble, deflect. You know how Trump was able to... I have to give Trump a lot of credit. In his early days, and his father, actually their name was T-R-U-M-P-F, mm-hmm. and then they court-changed it. What, they, what his father was wise enough to do, and not this guy, Donald Trump, was to hire a man who worked in the IRS as... His sole tax account. In other words, he took a guy that had, and this guy was powerful. He had one time helped formulate policy and law within the department. What he did was he took him out of the IRS, paid him hundreds of thousands of dollars to do all the taxes. Mm-hmm. And that is how you could have this man named Donald Trump afterwards pay no taxes for eight out of ten years. Right. Because he had a tax accountant who was part of the IRS that had formulated policy. And also he hired, his father actually hired a guy named Alan Weiselberg. Mm -hmm. Remember that name? He runs the Trump company now, right? Yeah. And if you want to read a good article, go to Esquire magazine. Uh, It's the 27th of February, 2019. Go over there and look at Esquire magazine. Now, I believe we are in a civil war right now. Not a one with weapons, mm-hmm. but one that's tearing this country apart right. in a worse way. <laughs> Think about it. You can't even... you. The, the conversation is so bad that it's splitting families apart yep. and friends apart. I can't even go to Veterans Hospital anymore and talk about politics because nobody wants to hear it. People are so sick of everything. Mm-hmm. But here's something. We have Mother's Day tomorrow. Am I correct or That's incorrect? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I lost my mother 45 years ago. That's a long time ago. Mm. But I still miss her dearly. Yep. Six states right now have anti-abortion laws that are so that they want the woman by six weeks 
to decide if she wants an abortion. Right. And the worst state is the state of Georgia, where the doc, the woman who doesn't proclaim whether she wants that they're trying to pass this law. It's not passed yet. Right. They want to get rid of Roe versus Wade, slowly but surely, yep. state by state. Yep. That's what they're doing. Now, in that particular law in Georgia that I just saw on TV, mm-hmm. both women and doctors can face prosecution. Right. Women so could be charged with misdemeanors, back? and men can be charged with, I mean, doctors can be charged with felonies. Yeah, murder. They can be charged with murder. With murder. They could do 99 years. Yeah. What does that remind you of, Al Nathan, since I'm older than you anyway, but... Uh, I can remember the days when women went in the back and had hangers in their yep. possession. Yep. I mean, wire hangers. Right. And literally. And they would just, it, and, and could almost, in fact, often did kill themselves, you know, with That's infections right. and all kinds of things that happened as a result of that. Yeah. And guess what this country's reverting to? That same time, and you go to Texas. And they closed so many birth, uh, 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 clinics down that a woman would have to travel 400 miles. And, and, t- and Tony, they've added another little wrinkle to their, their anti-abortion legislation. They're also making it a, a uh, crime. And I don't know what, whether it's a misdemeanor or a felony, but they want to make it a crime for you to leave a state that does not allow you to be able to have access to abortion and go to another state just to have a, uh, an abortion where it's, where it's legal. So even though it may be legal in that state, they're saying you're leaving your state to go to the other state is in and of yes. itself a crime. Yes. And they that would, is a crime. Right. Yes, it's crossing lines. My last point is I want to say to those wonderful men out there who call the show that they should be very happy and should be very lucky to have a mother that they can send a flower to or a card or visit with. I haven't had that opportunity in 45 years, and it's really hard to take. I understand. God bless everybody. Right. Thanks, Tony. All right, great. Let's take our first break, and then we'll get Alan Buffalo and give him some time. So if you all stick with us, we will see this out of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. We work hard at being healthier. And what we really need is proven quality sleep. Only the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts to your comfort and support on both sides, your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number is ranked number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. And during our Memorial Day sale, save $1,000 on the new Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, only $17.99, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2018 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. To find your local Sleep Number store, go to sleepnumber.com. 
Are you looking for senior care for your mom or dad but don't know where to start? Hi, I'm Joan London with The Place for Mom. Nobody knows your parent or loved one better than you, and nobody knows senior living better than the experts at A Place for Mom. It's a free service, and we've helped thousands of families find the right place for their mom or dad. There's a place for answers, A Place for Mom. Call today. Call A Place for Mom at 1-800-391-1755. That's 1-800-391-1755. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 1520. I remember Mama and the love that she gave. Kneeling by her bedside, I can still hear Mama say, The people are depending on you, Shirley. Don't you let them down. In a happy way We went to school All right. With holes in our shoes So I just want to make sure that we are real clear as we start allowing ourselves to be seduced into the rationale that, yes, you know, Trump's done a, a lot of bad things. We don't really like him as a person. But, boy, he's done a great thing for the economy. I just want you to understand when you cut corporate taxes by 40 percent, you uh, uh, cut revenue from corporate taxes by 200 billion dollars. When you cut personal income taxes effectively across the board by 10 percent, you're reducing revenues by another $300 billion. That's $500 billion in lost revenue. Now, you do pick up some revenue. The economy grew by uh, uh, 3%, roughly 3%. Uh, assuming that we're roughly $20 trillion in our economy, 3% is a $600 billion growth in the economy. But all of that money doesn't come back to the federal government as revenue. That's just income that went to corporations and individuals. The uh, let's suppose that you got an effective tax rate, which it probably wouldn't be this much, of 25% on that $600 billion. That'd be $150 billion in new revenue. So it's $150 billion in new revenue against $500 billion in lost revenue. That's why when you see 2018's deficit, it was about $780 billion. And when you look at 2019's deficit for the year that ends 730, uh, a, a, a seven, or 930 of this year, September 30th through this year, that deficit is going to be somewhere around $1.1 trillion. That's what we get as a result of the, uh, 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 the Trump economy. This is all going to catch up with us sooner or later. And what they keep trying to do is to find ways to uh, get us to reduce uh, 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 taxation uh, and reduce regulations to make it cheaper for American companies to do business with the idea that that would create more business opportunity uh, and therefore more employment. That's the, the game that Trump is playing. And, and you know what's going to happen. What's going to happen if it's, if it's not happened right now, it's going to be coming to us in the next couple of months to a theater near you. We got to reduce Social Security. We got to reduce Medicare. We got to reduce Medicaid. We got to reduce uh, the heat program. Uh, we got it, it's, it's all going to be taking money away from uh, citizens. Let me get Al first and we'll get Frank on and get their thoughts. Al, how you doing out there? 
I'm doing good. How about you, Nathan? I'm doing great. Hey, oh, and happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Thank you, happy Tony, mother's for reminding Day. us. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Well, um, the the whole laissez-faire hands-off policy, you know, mm-hmm. where you have an inflated demand side, mm-hmm. you know, like a like a artificial demand side, and you and you have a, a whole lot of uh, supply side. That means that they're not. There's no labor. There's no labor-based uh, economy. So the United States economy is on the brink of hitting its longest-lasting period of growth ever, but no one can really uh, gra- grasp the idea that, that, a, that a recession could be coming again because, the, the, you know, the credit, credit default swaps are, mm-hmm. are um, being implemented again. I mean, with it, with, you know, because Republicans believe that if, if, they, if they simply just take the referees off the football field, you, you know, which is a fancy, fancy word for deregulating, I mean, a fancy uh, term for, for regulation. Uh, de- deregulating the market, mm-hmm. you take the referees off the field. I kind of got it backwards, but economists now believe that, that another recession might arrive sooner rather than later, potentially before 2021. A growing group of analysts and experts are starting to they're starting to see this, that the fact that there's no labor, there's no there's no investment in infrastructure, there's no investment in in, in high speed rail. There's well, no Al, investment. Just, just to help you to understand this, there's only so much you can you can do in terms of growing your net profits by reducing expenses. At some point, you can't reduce your expenses significantly anymore. So taxes are an expense. Uh, the cost of uh, uh, regulating or the, the, of regulations to make sure that, that uh, services and products are safe, that's an expense. But you can only reduce that just so much. At some point, you have to increase demand. And you can't right, increase the, no demand. There you so go. you got to have higher you know, incomes to increase. Here's a good example of deregulation. Now, this affects everybody. I don't know if anybody knows, but the FDA is, is, is under Republican control, control right now. Right. So, so you have a laissez-faire... Food and Drug Administration. Right. That their i their their i ideology is. To, who cares? Just to just let that let the pharmaceutical companies, uh, you know, Gosh. you know, do whatever they want. Right. So, so so there's a there's a there was a medication called Velsartan. Okay. Um, what Obama when Obama was just at the tail end of his his term, he made sure that that medic, medicine was recalled. But now you have a Food and Drug Administration. Now that there's another medication called Herbisardin, if, mm-hmm. if anybody's taken Herbisardin, which is a blood pressure medication, it, it, it is tainted with carcinogens, which could cause cancer. Okay, mm-hmm. so now if you don't have a – now they want – the Republicans always say they want less government, but they always want more government involved in, in everybody's bedroom. They want big nanny government in everybody's bedrooms, and they, they want big government telling people, you know, who they can marry. But, 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 they, but they seem to – contradict themselves because they would they 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 don't want the, they don't want government that's going to protect consumers precisely and so other countries are going to be they're going to have safer products they're going to have uh, uh safer food supplies and water supplies than we're going to have in the united states because we're leaving everything up to uh, local decisions that the truth is you can't simply leave it up to business owners to protect the uh uh, uh the safety uh, and health of uh, of the public. You have to have some oversight. You have to have some uh, regulatory uh, 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 control, or you're going to end up having what we used to have in the old days. A lot of, I mean, you're kind of young to remember this, but there was a time when they used to actually give you cocaine uh, in Coca-Cola. That's why they called it Coca-Cola, because they yeah, put yeah. cocaine yes. in it, right? I mean, people were selling you stuff that was poison. 
and saying that it was tonic water that would make you healthy. It would do all these wonderful things for you and so on. It's regulation that prevents people from getting away from doing that. Exactly. Now, you remember the two, oh, everybody remembers the 2008 uh, crash. Okay, th- th- this is a good example of uh, the subprime mortgage crisis. Mm-hmm. When the Dow fell, it dropped almost 800 points in intraday mm-hmm. trading. $11.2 trillion of, of uh, shareholders' wealth, wealth disappeared. Was completely erased, right. not to mention the three-point trillion. $3.2 trillion in pension money was gone. So the whole idea of putting referees on the football field would, would sound like, you know, pretty pretty logical, right? But, right. but I don't understand why they've managed to convince people that deregulation is like somehow like it's a good idea, but it's not a good idea because you, you want – you want, like, you know, like uh, Elizabeth Warren says, you always want a cop on the beat, or you want right. a referee saying, that's unsportsmanlike conduct. You want somebody saying, no, you want a little bit of, you don't want too much regulation, but you want enough you want regulation. Enough. So that, right. So you, 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 you made a good point about the, the difference between deregulation and, 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 relay, and regulation. But mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, Al. I appreciate you, man. Let's get Frank in Niagara Falls on. Frank, how are you doing, man? And happy Mother's Day to you and yours. Yeah, in the immortal words of Johnny Guitar Watson, it's a real mother for you. <laughs> you know, uh, Nathan, I love sports as much as the next guy, but politics is where I get my energy juice from. Mm-hmm. You know, po- politics for me is like fantasy football. I got all my favorite players, and, and, and I know how to shake up my adversaries and make them choke during a crucial play. Mm-hmm. And, and then, it, you know, then it hit me. You know, I haven't been happy since the 2016 primary when New York killed any chance Bernie Sanders had of winning the nomination. Mm. And, you know, that was a winning bet that Bernie would have beat Trump in the general election. But, mm-hmm. you know, my money's still riding on Bernie because, you know, he and Tulsi Gabbard are the only candidates that are out-messaging the Republicans. You, you know, it's not that the GOP is great at hype. It's, it's all to do how establishment Democrats fail at fighting back. You know, and it blows me away that the Trump approval ratings are going up. So exactly. Let me give you an example. You know, Trump and the GOP are 24-7, like you said, tooting their horns about how great the economy is. Now, most people who are not political believe the hype because, you know, Democrats like Amy Klobuchar mm-hmm. have no counter-argument except that Trump tweets me. You know, Hillary Clinton and Rachel Maddow are still blaming Russia, mm-hmm. which has went nowhere with average Americans. And honest to God, I saw the Joe Biden campaign announcement video, and mm-hmm. I rolled on the floor laughing. <laughs> you know, it was basically... I'm Joe Biden, and I'm against Nazis. Well, cheese and crackers, Joe. (laughs) Was it hard to get out on that limb? You know, I mean, now progressives know how to counter Republican talking points and fight back, but we're not given any press airtime that's hogged up by former Clinton operatives. You know, we we fight back like, hey, Trump, is is it really a great economy, stupid? You know, tax cuts and trickle-down economics isn't working for average Americans. Yep. The deficit is through the roof. There's 50 million-plus Americans struggling below the poverty level. 50% of Americans can't afford a $500 emergency, Nathan. Yep. 80% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. Half the workers in the U.S. are making $30,000 or less. 
you know, we have a minimum wage that's not a living wage. Yeah. Anywhere from 30 to 40,000 Americans die each year because they can't afford health care costs. There you go. Uh, you know, approximately 700,000 Americans a year go bankrupt due to medical costs. You know, and, and Trump, he, he has no clue that the USA still owes China trillions of dollars borrowed from the last Silver Spoon Chicken Hawks, mm-hmm. Bush Cheney. You know, our blooming stock market, which Trump brags about on a daily basis, has been falling, you know, ever since Trump tweeted about tariffs. You know, if, if China calls in their debt and, and no nation and the International Monetary Fund doesn't trust us to keep loaning USA, you know, we're screwed, Nathan. Yeah. You know, the, the stability of Trump of the Trump economy, is it's all smoke and mirrors. And, and, you know, if Democrats can't win on that issue, they suck at politics. You know, and I'm not even bringing up the other vital issues that... Trump has failed us on, Nathan. I'm absolutely with you. And we've got to figure out a way to get people to have the the right kind of conversation. We keep letting the Republicans uh, determine what it is that we're having our conversation about. we got to stop doing that. we got to start getting on what's fundamental. What's fundamental is, yeah, the the, uh, stock market looks good and the GDP looks good. But what's looking good for the average American? What, 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 what do wages look like? What do pensions look like? What, do, what does health care look like? What does our safety look like? What, does, what do our borders look like? You know, we, we've, we've got to, what is our infrastructure? When's the last time we put significant money into our infrastructure? And now Trump tried to sell us on the idea of selling our infrastructure to uh, uh, Dow Jones or, 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 or Boeing or, you know, uh, uh, McDonnell Douglas, you know, and so on, and, and, and let them own our bridges and own our, our, our roads and own, you know, our, our bays and so on. And then we'd have to pay them to be able to use the infrastructure of our own communities. That would be just, it's almost like the Ambassador Bridge in uh, 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 Windsor between uh, Canada and, uh, and Detroit. You know, that kind of model, which would just kill us, you know, as a country. So you're absolutely oh, right. That's, definitely. that's the fight that we're going to have to have. Privatization would kill us, yep. honestly. Yep. Thank you, Nate. Thanks, Frank. Should we take our break so we can give Ron some time? Yep. So if you all stick with us, we will see you on the side of the break here at Think Again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. It's the Home Improvement Resource Program. Restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. 
America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. The Army National Guard responds to disasters such as wildfires and floods. They protect us with missile defense, cybersecurity, and civilian support teams for chemical, biological, and radiological hazards. Be there for your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station. Get ready for the best day of your life at Gratwick Park as Alternative Buffalo 1077 and Liberty Cab present Brews on the Water 2019 featuring American authors. This is gonna be the best day of my life. And in the valley below. Sample from over 100 craft brews and soak in the sun at Gratwick Park on July 27th for Brews on the Water. Presented by Liberty Cab. Ride local, ride Liberty. Tickets on sale now at AlternativeBuffalo.com. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 watt ESPN 1520. Again, again, I want to just uh, just uh, uh, want make sure make sure we give a shout out to all of our mothers, and appreciate all you fathers that support the mothers in our community because this is all a two-handed thing. It only works if we're all in this together. So happy Mother's Day to every one of us. I just want to really quick before I grab Frank uh, or grab Ron uh, on this issue of the real fake news. If you just work with me on this real quickly, uh, this is an article by Karen Tumulty entitled President Trump has finally proved beyond any doubt that there is such a thing as fake news. Uh, This is in the Washington Post. As he's talking about in the 1980s and 1990s, the media conspired to perpetrate a vast fraud on the American people to convince an unwitting public that Trump was a spectacularly successful businessman. Uh, But thanks to uh, 10 years worth of tax information obtained by the New York Times, which revealed that Trump Uh, in 1985, reported losses of $46.1 million from his casinos, hotels, and apartment buildings, which then began began hemorrhaging, and over the course of the next 10 years, uh, hemorrhaged $1.7 billion over that time period. I just want you to just wrap your mind around the idea that this supposedly uh, super successful businessman was able to lose $1.7 billion over the course of of a uh, a ten year period. Let me get uh, uh, Ron on, then we'll get Rambo Jim, and, and then we'll get John on. Uh, so let's get uh, Ron on first. Ron, Ron, how you doing out there? Okay, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, a lot of people have been. Ref- a lot of right wingers have referred to me as a mother in the past, but I think it's a different context. <laughs> I think they had a different uh, uh, yeah. uh, word that went behind that, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, a couple of things here. You know, the, the Republican news uh, apparatus now, talk radio and Fox News, have been talking about this wonderful, marvelous economy. The Democrats got to come back with, okay, if that's true, why are you doing everything in your power in Republican states to suppress the vote? Right. I mean, look at, do you see what they just did in Florida? Uh, this uh, uh, little weasel that, that, that won because he suppressed the vote and the miscounted votes and everything that Sanchez. He, they just passed that law. Overwhelming, two thirds, two to one vote to. Uh, give people the old Jim Crow 
thing where if you got it convicted of a crime, and everybody knows minority people get convicted of more crimes, mm-hmm. particularly the drug stuff, because they don't get counseling and they don't get fancy lawyers, so they go to jail for years. They can't vote. Well, okay, people overwhelmingly, even a lot of Republicans, voted to get rid of that. Okay, so what is Sanchez doing? He's saying that in order to vote, you're still going to have to pay for all the time right. or all the, 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 the fines and everything that you accumulated when you were in jail. I mean... This is nuts. It's this like the poll way. tax all over again, yeah, right? It's, it's a poll, and this this court he's packing here is very likely going to say, "Well, it's a state issue." That's what they're going to use. And uh, to me, uh, even though there's an amendment to the twenty was the twenty fourth, if I remember correctly, is that that eliminates any fee for voting. Right. But I mean, this is nuts. So that they've got to hit back. I've I've heard no Democrat making that counter argument about this stuff. Okay, that's one thing. Now you got. Uh, on Democracy Now!, Thursday morning, David K. Johnson, who's written a, several books about mm-hmm. Trump, Trump organization, he has come out, and it's getting no publicity at all on the regular media, on the mainstream media, and said that looking at that uh, New York Times expose, of tax expose, that somehow or another, after all that bankruptcies and his write-offs and that, Trump came up with a huge amount, of over $100 million for further investments in, 19, in the post-1994 period. Because we know from, from records after that, even though we don't have the taxes and that type of thing, where he got the money, we know that he made this and that other investments in different uh, buildings around the world. Mm-hmm. See, David K. Johnson has come out and said, look, he's had information going back to when he first started writing about Trump, that Trump was involved with certain elements of the underground in cocaine trafficking. Mm. And he went out and said, basically, that's where he thinks some of this extra money post-1994 came, from cocaine trafficking. And, and uh, David K. Johnson said that, he says, hey, he'll make that accusation. Of course, nobody's picking that up, mm-hmm. except democracy now that I've heard so far. He says, he says sue me. He says, if that's wrong, if I'm libeling or slamming, and I sent him an email, because this is what you have to do to really put uh, Trump on the, if you have that kind of evidence, what you do is you do what Mark Lane did when he accused E. Howard Hunt of, uh, uh, of being involved as a paymaster in the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. Because the Sullivan Rule in 1964 says that unless, you can, unless you're doing this, you, can, you can't just have bad information uh, that, you know, you, because people were suing uh, people in the press, and from, and particularly do with civil rights, saying that, well, you know, you made a false statement, therefore you're liable. Okay, in 64, because the, the, the Warren Court said, the Sullivan case said basically that you could, uh, uh, as long as you, you, you had to prove malice, in other words, that it right. wasn't just I had a bad fact. Mark Lane, in 1981, with that trial against E. Howard Hunt, which he won, by the way, um, said that uh, he waived, he, he, uh, as a, uh, he made a, a pre, uh, there's a legal term for it, but a pre-trial motion to waive his Sullivan rights. In other words, it's proven totally on the facts of the case. That would give Trump an opportunity, if he's really innocent, to sue David K. Johnson. Mm-hmm. I, I sent him an email about that. I never heard, never heard anything back. See if he'll do that. Go up public and say, I will sign a uh, waiver of my Sullivan rights, and then you can sue me if I'm wrong about your cocaine trafficking. I find that interesting, though, that uh, he has actually said that publicly now. I'd like to see him do that. I'd like yeah. to see him uh, that would be really interesting because Trump is uh, uh, going back to the, the probably the best book objective wise is Wayne Barrett's book from 1991 because this is before Trump started talking about uh, running for president or anything like that and he accused him of that way back in 91 
later on, Trump said he was going to sue him, and he never did, and then Barrett's dead now. He died of lung cancer a few years ago. But that's, that's an interesting thing, that his organized criminal elements, and is he pushing cocaine? Johnson goes public and says right now he, he's doing, he did that back in the 90s. That's incredible. So I'm going to do a little research on that, and, uh, and I think I have uh, uh, David K. Johnson's email myself. So I'll yeah, give... Go, go Democracy Now!, I believe it's, I'm almost certain it's Thursday. Do a search, democracynow.org, do a search. That you can download those programs for free, and you listen to what he says. Okay, I will definitely do that. All Thanks, right. Ron. Appreciate it, man. All right, let's 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 get Rambo Jim on and in North Tonawanda. And Rambo, i got to ask you a quick question, if you put, put up with it with me. Yeah, yeah, go uh, ahead. Uh, Shoot. I need for you to, to tell me, do you think that Donald Trump is above the law? I'm not saying he's above the law, but let me let me um, get to a point I wanted to make, Nathan. This past week, I was at Walmart, and mm-hmm. sure enough, I'm talking to this guy. He's a white guy. He's a truck driver. We knew you were talking to somebody this week. <laughs> um, he told me. Now, this is what the truck drivers see. The people I talk to are truck drivers and plumbers and electricians and welders, the people that actually make this country go every day. So this guy told me. He's worked so much overtime since the first of the year. He said my Christmas gifts for 2019 are already paid for. So I hear I that. I, see, Rambo, you, you, you take, ho, 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 you, you take this, ho, Rambo, 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 you take this example of one person. So that's a sample of one. What I'm saying to you is when you look at the research, the research shows that out of all of that stuff that Trump said was going to go into the hands of uh, uh, workers through these billions and billions, his words, not my words, that uh, companies were going to transfer to their employees th- through business expansion and growing uh, wages. And he cited a few companies like Walmart and so on that were going to give bonuses to their employees. Those bonuses only added up to an average of two cents per uh, uh, hour uh, a wage for those employees. That's not my statement. That's not my opinion. That's what the econo- that's what the, the the Office of Economic uh, and Bureau a uh, Bureau of Economic Affairs says. It's it's not my statement. All that's, right, that's- Nathan, let me give you a statement now. I'm not making this up. This was on the Smithsonian Channel. So if you don't like it, you're going to have to call the Smithsonian Channel. Tell them that they're a bunch of liars. In 2018, Walmart's profits. Are you ready for this? I hope you're sitting down because I'm about to floor you. Walmart's total profits for the year 2018. Three hundred and twenty-eight billion. I said billion, mm-hmm. not million. Mm-hmm. So this is my point. You know, as a result of the tax cut uh, in both personal income taxes and corporate taxes, Walmart lowered its taxes by forty percent. Of course, that raised up their uh, uh, their income. My point is that I'm reading to you now, uh, and this is in a report. You can read the report for yourself in Vox. Uh, a VOX online magazine, March 1, uh, written by Alexia Campbell, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L. Uh, this was March 1 of this year. The average worker isn't seeing Trump's economic miracle. And it goes on to say that uh, in November 2017, Trump assured Americans that slashing taxes on corporations and private businesses, I'm quoting him, would provide the, quote, rocket fuel our economy needs to soar higher than ever before. When he signed this bill on December 22nd, he said, quoting again, businesses would invest those tax savings in their businesses and give, quote, billions and billions of dollars away to their workers. When they looked at the economic data 
following the uh, 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 that tax bill, the benefits to the workers did not happen. In the past 12 months, cash bonuses only gave workers an extra two cents in, in, in average hourly compensation adjusted for inflation. So I'm I'm grateful for the fellow who's the driver who's getting more uh, 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 overtime and and, 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 and he, you know he's doing you know uh, uh, great. But do you know that Walmart's employees, uh, most of Walmart's employees are eligible for public assistance. About half of them receive some form of public assistance. Nathan, so, minimum wage at McDonald's right now, they start at $11.50 an hour. Minimum and wage is $15 an hour. You, you seem to not understand. Even with $11, $12 an hour uh, 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 minimum wage, if you have a family of three, you are still making something pretty close to the federal poverty line, not just low wage. You're near the federal poverty line. Nathan, how do you explain the fact that every time I go to whatever Walmart I go to, and there's there's two different ones I go to, I'm telling you, Nathan, I'm not making this up. The parking lot is loaded with cars. You want to know what the economy of America is doing? Count the number of cars you see in the parking but lot. But the reason why Walmart. you see those those cars, just so we're we're clear, right? The oh, reason why the, 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 no, the reason why you see all of those cars is because Walmart has cornered so much of the low priced product market. They, they, they have been able to, to, to cobble that so that Walmart does everything. Their pharmacies, uh, their hardware stores, they do agricultural supplies, they do uh, uh, John Deere, they do groceries, they do all, all kind of stuff. And, of course, they take food stamps and so on to be able to help people to pay for that stuff. My point is Walmart has become an increasingly uh, strong um, a monopoly over retail goods. That's why people go there. When I was young, people used to go to burgers to buy furs. Now you can go to Walmart and, and, and buy fur, you know, and so on. I mean, it's it's a different world. So yes, people are going there just like they go to save a lot and they go to a family dollar and they go to the dollar, you know, general store because you can buy the stuff there for a dollar. That's why they go. And you see a lot of cars in those, those parking lots for that, that purpose. My point to you that I'm trying to help you to understand is that just because you met somebody who's getting some overtime, who's doing, okay, of course, there's there's never, there's 331 million Americans. There's always going to be somebody who's doing okay. The point I'm making to you is when you look at what's happening overall, it's not happening for people overall. What we're seeing overall is wages over the course of the past 40 years, wages are virtually flat if you adjust the wages for inflation from 1979 to today, if you use the, the what you could purchase in 1979 with a dollar and what you could purchase in 2019 uh, with a dollar, wages are actually flat over what they were in 1979. That's a fact. That's not a Nate here opinion. That's an economic fact. So my, my, my point to you is, and you, you get to believe whatever you want to believe. It's okay. You don't have to believe what's true. You know, if that's if that's what you is that what you choose not to believe. What I'm saying to you is you were you were sold a bill of goods. You were told that something was going to happen 
as a consequence of this massive tax break that was given to corporations and the wealthy in this country. And what actually happened is those wealthy people took those tax dollars that now retained in them as income and used it to buy back their shares that they used to sell to the public. They bought back those shares, kept them within their organization so they would have fewer people that they would have to pay dividends to. And they could pay those fewer people a little bit higher, more a higher percentage of of dividends. And that's been how they've done it. So they've not really expanded uh, uh, the 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 uh, income base for workers uh, in this country. We, we're actually uh, at the same uh, uh, now as we were before all of this stuff be, uh, uh, began. Right, That's listen, just the way listen, it is. Just, let me let me just say one final thing to you. Yep. If all the people, the working class people that are shopping at Walmart, show up to vote <laughs> on election day. Trump's getting a second term. All right. Remember I said that. To you. Okay, well, write that down, Rambo. Let's get John in Rochester real quick before we get to the end of our hour. Uh, John, how are you doing out there? Hey, Nathan, I'm doing great. Doing great. I know you don't believe in facts either, so let's not even even go down this road. <laughs> well, I don't believe some of your facts, but I respect I, I'm you. just, they aren't, they aren't my facts. I'm just reading to you from the reports. So right. I'm, I'm reading to you from, from, from the state facts. and federal reports. The, 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 the tax cuts have produced more revenue. And uh, next, uh, I think going into uh, the next fiscal year. Uh, so when you say the uh, tax cuts have produced more revenue, wh- where, what are you quoting? I'm quoting OMB statistics. And, and uh, as an example, between uh, the 2018 fiscal year and 2019 fiscal year, uh, the uh, tax cuts have produced $100 billion more in tax revenue. That's true. That's true. I, I just said that. That's because the economy has grown by 600, roughly $600 billion, maybe not quite that much, but if you go year over year from uh, January 1 of 2018 to today, the economy has grown from $19 trillion to a $20 trillion economy. So in, in that tw- a $1 trillion in growth, if you're talking about uh, uh, a, a 3% growth rate, an economy that is now $20 trillion, 3% is $600 billion in growth. So that's the income or, or the overall uh, growth of the value of the economy. If you assume that 25% of that is recovered as uh, federal taxes, I don't think that that's really true. I don't think federal taxes are that high. But if it, that is true, that it would is, be... It is. I don't. I don't think it is. But but we don't have to argue about that. My point is that twenty five percent of six of six hundred billion dollars is one hundred fifty billion dollars. That's the new revenue. The point I'm making to you though is that if you lose uh, two hundred billion dollars in revenue, which is what the forty percent corporate cut in taxes did, and you lose three hundred billion dollars in revenue, which is what the ten percent uh, personal income tax did, you lost five hundred billion dollars. You gained one hundred fifty billion dollars. So your net loss is three hundred fifty billion dollars. That's just crazy economics. That just doesn't make any sense. But that's what we have done. And because people are buying into, you know, the ideation that you're buying into, they are not seeing what the long term is go- uh, impact is going to be on this. But the money counts itself. We had a seven hundred eighty billion dollar deficit in 2018. We're on our way to a one point one trillion dollar deficit for this year. We're going to be on our way to another one point two or one point three trillion dollar deficit in the following year. And that's if this thing doesn't blow up. If it blows up, this is going to get worse. 
I'm just talking about what's actually true. This is not any of this is not none of this is my opinion. This is just the facts. These come from the government. This is their statistics. This is what they say that the revenues are. It's not what I say they are. This is what they actually are. Well, you yeah, you you can't see the forest through the trees. The fact is, uh, <laughs> going into next year's fiscal year, we're going to have an increase in tax revenue of uh, almost two hundred fifty billion dollars, and uh, that's the, the key to uh, uh, fiscal responsibility is reducing expenses. And and I have to agree that hasn't been done, but Trump has tried to do that, and uh, the. the Congress, both Democrat and Republican, won't let them do it. And one of the ways to do that is to create right-to-work legislation in the federal government. So, so John, just so, we un- just, just so we understand historically, not just Nate, what Nate says, this is historically, when re- when when the economy is revving uh, hold on, hold on, let me just say now, when the, when the economy is revving up and you have more income, that's the time when you start using that increased revenue to pay down your taxes or your, your deficits or your debts. What we've done is under Trump, as the economy was revved up, instead of leaving the tax rates the same, and if you wanted to cut expenses, you could cut expenses at that point because that would allow you to directly cut your deficit and maybe even erode uh, some of your debt, which is what was done during the Clinton administration. That's not what he's done. He's taken the revved up economy, lowered income, from from a, a taxation still has the same expenses and so now you end up with two, 350 billion dollars of more debt rather than uh, lowering your debt that's well, just crazy well well what i see is you're, you're seeing a budget uh a tax increase as far as revenue goes mm-hmm. uh of 200 almost 250 billion uh, for next year and then after that, that's going to start to widen and get better and better All as right. the economy kind of I, I just grows. want you to know that $250 billion is something that somebody's saying to you. We already had a 3% increase in, in GDP that generated $150 billion. I don't think that we're going to get a whole lot more than that. But, John, we're going to talk about it more next week. Thank you all for listening to and supporters here at Think Again. Think Again. We'll see you all next week. Happy Mother's Day. You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.